The third movement, the finale, to the piano concerto number two in F minor by Frederick Chopin. The pianist was Daniil Trifonov, accompanied by Mikhail Pletnev conducting the Mahler Chamber Orchestra. And Daniil joins us now, fresh from rehearsal with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra across the way. Good afternoon, and, and thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Hello. And I mentioned uh, before we started that music that this was a new orchestration by Mikhail Pletnev, who's also a, a, an accomplished pianist. He's played this concerto. Uh, how did you find that? Uh, obviously, you, you enjoyed playing that uh, that version, but uh, for, from your standpoint, what, what is different about it? Well, actually, um, he made it first uh, for himself uh, uh, in 1980s, uh, but he never recorded it, and the score was never published. And so... <clears throat> For um, at one point, I was playing with him uh, the second concerto, uh, and he at that time I didn't even know about his orchestration, and he mentioned that he uh, he made one, and uh, um, <coughs> so I was just curious to try it, and it was about four years ago, uh, and I played it, and I was very fascinated. There was even uh, <coughs> one of them. Um, one of the listeners who uh, did not read the program notes where it said that it was uh, orchestration by Mikhail Plitnyov uh, wrote later that um, uh, that he didn't know that Chopin was such a good orchestrator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and so when um, last year uh, um offered me to record Chopin uh, concerti, I immediately remembered uh, the, that orchestration of uh, of, Plutonium, of, uh, of second concerto, and I also found the recording of a first uh, first concerto. So I decided to record in his orchestration, which is uh, to me it sounds very fresh. Uh, it has some very interesting counterpoints, and I mean they're all of course based on on a thematic material. And there is a lot of engagement of different orchestra members. It seems to, it seems that the orchestra was uh, having a lot of fun with his um, with his orchestration, uh, as we have a lot of interaction between each other. Yeah, I, I think it's very successful. Uh, Chopin wrote those concerti uh, early in his career, mm. so I mean he wasn't. It isn't just that uh, he didn't do a lot of orchestra well, he, work, he's, but. I mean, I mean, I've, I still enjoy the original, mm-hmm. uh, original orchestrations. Uh, they, of course, they, they have a quite different texture. They are much more uh, reliant on the string sound and less so on the woodwinds and brass. Uh, here it is maybe more balanced. Um, I, I still enjoy Chopin orchestration, but it's true he didn't have uh, so much uh, experience of, uh, yeah. of writing for the orchestra. This is from a brand new recording uh, on Deutsche Grammophon titled Chopin Evocations. And in addition to the two concerti, which are wonderful, by the way, uh, I I was fascinated and delighted with the selection of other pieces by other composers that uh, pay sort of an homage to Chopin. Uh, For example, here's uh, just a, a short little thing, an homage à Chopin. An etude by Edvard Grieg. Once again, Daniil Trifonov is at the piano.
that's it. Uh, but what a boy! That's a that's a bit of a workout, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's. Uh, it mm, sounds like it. I mean, to, to me, it was just very interesting to uh, to discover those works, which uh, so many uh, so many other composers dedicated to to Chopin, and uh, I mean, the lifespan uh, of 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 it is more than a century. The first dedications are by Schumann, then of course the Greek and Tchaikovsky, and the latest ones are from Monpu and Barber, which is already middle of uh, 20th century. So, and you know, there are many more actually. For example, the Rachmaninoff wrote a variation on theme of Chopin, which is quite a substantial, uh, substantial piece. And uh, mm, uh, I'm I'm also playing it now in, in recital program as this. There are, there are so many works uh, that Chopin inspired, and uh, for example, music of Scriabin, early uh, Scriabin, uh, he was very uh, influenced by Chopin. Well, this is one of the real benefits of this uh, two CD set on Deutsche Grammophon. You and and if I understand, this started out as the the concerto project, but then you went and looked for other pieces. And you had you hadn't played this before. You hadn't you weren't aware of this. Uh, most of the most of the pieces I haven't uh, played. I mean, I've heard about some of them. Like for example, uh, my uh, my mentor Sergei Babayan, he recommended me to play Mompu uh, variations on theme of Chopin long time ago. Yeah. And so, mm, and I played some of pieces like Tchaikovsky und Pogodi Chopin, and I played once Schumann Carnival. So where is there is also dedication to Chopin. But I just I just wanted to to have a certain concept in a uh, in the album that that would include uh, um, not not only Chopin concerts, but yeah, well, but also not only the, and uh, pieces written by ours inspired by Chopin and also the piece by Chopin himself who was inspired by for example Mozart. Uh, yeah, right. Of course. So well, it, it makes sense that composers would inspire each other, uh, and you would understand this being a composer yourself. And uh, one of the reasons we're looking forward to your uh, your presence here is are the concerts coming up with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra tomorrow night at seven thirty, Friday morning at ten forty five, and Saturday night at eight. Uh, you can hear Mr. Trifonov's piano concerto. Not just the one that he plays, but the one that he wrote. And you've written, in addition to that concerto, uh, I understand, uh, wow, of course, a variety of pieces for chamber uh, and and such. When did you start composing? Did that come early? I actually, I think I started piano playing because I was interested in composition. Um, when I was five, um, uh, I started exploring the piano keyboard. Uh, it was not even... Uh, was not even a, a piano it was more of a, a synthesizer but uh, i was interested in exploring it and when my parents saw that i tried to compose some music on it and uh, that's how they brought me to the music school so uh, is it safe to say then that you're not a pianist who became a composer you're a composer who became a pianist is that maybe yeah. <laughs> uh, although of course there is not so much time for composition uh there were periods for example when i started studying in moscow uh, there was quite a lot of um, uh, quite a lot of things I had to uh, had to do, and um, just to travel to school, and there were a lot of subjects. So for maybe five years, I didn't compose, uh, and then I started composing again. Uh, so I I don't have um, I don't have yet so many works. This is my 
today to the only piece with orchestra of a piano concerto but i'm working on a few other projects one of which uh, is a piano concert with a chamber orchestra version which will be premiered next summer well we have an excerpt uh, of your concerto that uh, i'd like to play in a moment but uh, as you matured you you studied composition at the conservatory when they teach you composition now I, I don't know if you can answer this question this is probably not a fair question but is there is there a simple way to explain when they teach you composition what's the first thing they they teach you i mean what think of something because <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've um, already been doing that well i think that actually the most uh uh most of the time uh, it was concentrated on the instrumentation and uh, on mm-hmm. the on actually on using the orchestra on on the orchestration itself on studying uh, studying how other uh, composers uh, orchestrate there is for example uh, there is a book by uh, rimsky korsakov uh, one, one of the greats as far as orchestration yeah and uh, and he wrote a wonderful book on orchestration which um, which is quite interesting and uh, so, um, yeah, I would say I would say studying orchestration on on example of uh, of uh, other composers that was probably the majority of time on on those lessons. On your your concerto, when I was listening to it, uh, there were two things that struck me. One was it's a romantic concerto, mm-hmm. and and it's nice that there's still romantic music being written these days. Uh, and it it sounded um, uh, sort of Russian. <laughs> Is that safe to say? Is that well? I mean, uh, of course. When when I was uh, when I was growing up, I heard a lot of uh, a lot of uh, music in in Russia. And of course, there were a lot of Russian music uh, being performed. Uh, so perhaps it, I mean, definitely left certain traces in a uh, in consciousness and. Um, I, I remember I was as I was growing up probably my uh my biggest admiration was for music of uh Mussorgsky. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and Boris Godunov was probably my favorite author of, of his and later uh later came music of Prokofiev. Um was probably I mean of, of course there was Scriabin and Rachmaninov but as in matters of writing for orchestra, I would say that Mussorgsky and Prokofiev they they captured incredible essence of uh, they could ca- capture very unique atmosphere. Yeah. Well, let's listen to uh, this is an excerpt of the finale of uh, Daniil Trifonov's piano concerto. This uh, recording features the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Manfred Honig. And of course, at the piano, Daniil Trifonov.
Bravo. The piano concerto of Daniil Trifonov with the composer at the piano and the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra conducted by Manfred Honig. But you can hear it live in Orchestra Hall tomorrow night at 7.30, Friday morning at 10.45, which, by the way, will also be webcast and broadcast here on WRCJ, or uh, Saturday at 8 o'clock in Orchestra Hall, all three concerts, info at dso.org, or at the box office, 313-576-5111. And, Daniil, if I may, before we let you go, uh, I have a question that I, I like to ask composers who play their own music. And it's, you know, when you're you're sitting there and you're writing this music, does the pianist in you have arguments with the composer in you <laughs> over, oh, don't do that, yeah, do that? Or... Um, I mean, it's it's quite um, unusual nowadays, of course, that that there is uh, both uh, performing and composing. That was something that was very traditional in nineteenth century. And um, actually, when I was uh, studying in Cleveland, where there was a um, program uh, created specifically for composers performers. Uh, and I was one of the first uh, alumnus on on that program, so it was very very interesting to me. And um, I think I've, in general, I enjoy a lot uh, writing for the for the orchestra. Um, and I'm. I don't see the concerto as uh, uh, the kind of a piano piano piece with an orchestral accompaniment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still uh, to me orchestra has equally important role uh, in the concerto. Well, I I like what you've done uh, both with the orchestra and with the piano, so. Uh, more we want more <laughs> beethoven did five concerto maybe he could do three or four we'll see uh daniel trifonov go see him at uh, the orchestra hall with the detroit symphony orchestra and i thank you so much for taking the time welcome back thank you